Hello, my healthy-ish friends. It's me, Nina Young. How are you going? Last week, I asked you to get in contact and send me some audio clips of you guys so I can hear what you're up to and feel like I'm less alone and screaming into the abyss. And you did. And I'm not alone. Hurrah. I've put together my favorite ones today, um, but there's still time. If you want to send in some more, uh, email through to feedback at bodyandsoul.com.au and maybe I'll do a second one of these episodes. Please enjoy. So I'm in my makeshift office in my home in Sydney. I am in my bedroom, sitting at my desk, looking out the front window of my house. I'm actually at home at my parents in country Victoria right now because we're in an apartment in Sydney and I couldn't juggle work with a four-year-old and a seven-year-old not at school, surprisingly. I am at home in my apartment with my cat. I'm feeling pretty calm at this point. I think I've kind of just gotten used to everything, but also my mood kind of changes by the day. I feel at the moment actually more hopeful than I have in a long time. And I think that's because for so long I've been consuming absolutely everything I can uh, about the coronavirus and, and worrying about becoming Italy or becoming the US here in Australia and actually in the last few days noticing that the curve has begun to flatten and hearing a lot of the things that our government is putting in place has actually made me a little bit calmer even though it's still terrifying I'm I'm more hopeful now that it looks like we will avoid becoming uh, or having some of the horrors that we've seen from overseas so so I'm feeling hopeful today that may change tomorrow as as it's wont to do. Every day I feel a little bit different. Some days I feel quite positive and upbeat about things and then other days like when I see one of the Prime Minister's press conferences and he goes on about us having to get through this for the next six months, then I think the reality of it really hits home and that's really hard to process, particularly with kids. And it's that uncertainty I think that's what's worrying me the most is how long is this going to go on and and it's almost like I can't think about it too much because it just becomes too big and so I'm just trying to take one day at a time. Um, What's worrying me most is my friends and family who aren't taking this as seriously as I feel like I am. I'm just stressed for them and for their health and safety. What is worrying me the most is um, what the future holds, which is a big one. Um, Where will we be in two or three months' time? Um, The thing that has worried me the most throughout all of this has definitely been the health aspect of it. It's um, I've got a newborn baby at home as well as a four-year-old kid, and even though by all accounts kids are getting out of this COVID-19 thing relatively unscathed, I cannot help but worry about bringing something back from the supermarket or my husband bringing something back from work. And every time I read about, you know, a child being hospitalised with it or a child, a baby contracting it, I kind of panic a little bit. But, uh, you know, obviously I'm doing everything that needs to be done. We're staying home and and it's just that thing of being a hypervigilant new mum and worrying about 
your baby's health and now there's this big scary respiratory virus going around that doesn't help. So that's been the thing that I've worried about the most, but I'm getting on top of that. Unexpected upside is I get to spend time with my kids. I have been whining about how little time I spend with them for months and now I have more than I could have ever wished for. Um, the unexpected side is that I have fostered a cat throughout this experience, so I have a bit of company, which is nice. Um, but the unexpected upside as an introvert is having a ready-made excuse to cancel on plans. Uh, I'm very lucky in that I'm on maternity leave, so I, I don't have to juggle working from home with caring for my children. And as a result of that, I've kind of taken the pressure off myself to get out of the house and do 100 things each day because, you know, that's winning at maternity leave. And instead, I've just been doing paper mache with my four-year-old, which is really, really weirdly soothing. Not having to rush to daycare and then school and then work and then back home again and a million things on on the weekend and, and after work and just stopping and not looking at the calendar has actually been really nice. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you go to the Healthyish Australia Facebook group to get in touch and have a chat. And be sure to check out more great coverage on bodyandsoul.com.au. And I will see you tomorrow. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, editor in chief of Stella, and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend, we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions, and thought provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24 7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.